0: Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods. Black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's my future, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of Wild Oil of Oregano. Free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. MyFutureFarm.com/Slash Hoffman. You're listening to an encore broadcast: The Best of Intelligent Medicine with me, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome back to Tellers of Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255, our number. And you can call in, pose your questions. We welcome them, questions or comments this hour. Uh, I would like to have the luxury to talk less about COVID. And COVID, no question, is receding across many parts of the United States and across the world and so it's becoming less of a preoccupation. People are sick and tired of it. Many people have been uh, vaccinated and boosted, many people have had covid. So uh it's likely to wane. But uh in the wake of covid, uh we've got to we've got to assess how we reacted to covid. And that to me is a big concern. In the beginning of covid, uh, many doctors like myself published uh stories about how nutritional support could be beneficial for COVID. And we weren't proposing a surefire cure or panacea, but we were talking about the facts about the benefits of certain nutrients and nutraceuticals for addressing the COVID crisis. And this is prior to the introduction of vaccines and medications. So it was especially practical Uh, And then we were censored. We were attacked. Many doctors uh, received letters from the Federal Trade Commission to cease and desist and take down the heretical information. Uh, And then there was a lot of social media censorship, an example of which is a study that just came out out of Johns Hopkins University uh, by a group of economists which assess the impact of lockdowns. And their conclusion is that lockdowns had a minimal effect on deaths from COVID. Now, that's a controversial view, and it's an opinion uh, backed up by studies, but there's no telling. And when I tried to look up the study, I actually had trouble finding the study. The study was not reported on in many cases. Uh, major media outlets. It didn't receive a lot of attention except on some conservative broadcast networks because it buttressed the opinion that lockdowns were no good. Everybody's got an opinion. Lockdown's good. Lockdown's unnecessary. And so you pick and choose your facts. I actually had trouble finding the original article. What I did find is links to a lot of articles criticizing the study (laughs) that said that lockdowns made very little difference, if any, in terms of the number of deaths. And, you know, how could that be? You know, a lot of people uh, died of COVID during this period, but a lot more people have died. And it turns out that only about a third of the excess deaths across America were due to COVID. There were excess deaths. More people died during this period than would be expected for any 12-month period. And it turns out that about two-thirds of the deaths were due to what can be termed deaths of despair, people committing suicide, people overdosing on drugs, people dying of alcohol-related causes, uh, people delaying necessary medical care because they were afraid to go out or because the clinics were closed. Uh, Those unnecessary deaths due to not COVID directly but indirectly, the unintended consequences of lockdowns, these actually escalated mortality statistics. And so, there's a real sad track record of censorship about the COVID-19 debate. Uh, An example of which uh, was Facebook. Perhaps the worst case of documented COVID-19 censorship came from Facebook. The platform deleted the Great Barrington Declaration's account page. Well, the Great Barrington Declaration, uh, at this point might sound pretty sensible because what they're saying is, you know, protect the vulnerable, check the elderly, people with comorbidities. But for the most part, yeah, they're not against vaccines, but let's not lock down the country because the consequences of the lockdown economically and psychologically, the effects on our kids from, uh, not going to school or perpetually wearing masks, uh, these Effects outweighed the benefits, the slight benefits of protection, which turned out not to be very big. Uh, Facebook also went after a major medical journal, the British Medical Journal, for accusing a company contracted by vaccine producer Pfizer of engaging in sketchy practices that undermined the integrity of the data that was submitted to get the vaccines approved. They they didn't want that information out there because it would perhaps undermine the vaccine effort. And so there are lots of cases of doctors, scientists, medical and science groups being censored. Uh, Big Tech has censored 32 doctors and scientists and nine medical and science groups between March 17, 2020 and February 3, 2022. Uh, They've even censored articles that appeared in mainstream Places like the British Medical Journal, the MIT Technology Technology Review, um, they've censored seventy media personalities. Uh, the latest of which got into trouble was Joe Rogan. Um, but there are many uh, media outlets they, they they didn't get their viewpoints out there because. They countered the narrative. Seven members of Congress had their social media platforms censored for putting out information that was contrary to the views of the government. And a lot of prominent individuals had their accounts restricted or suspended as a result of this. So, you know, when we... Look back on COVID and hopefully it'll be in the rearview mirror not too long from now. We got to look back on, you know, how we reacted to it and how uh, important debates were quashed under the guise of misinformation or disinformation. I don't like those terms at all because, yeah, there's a lot of junk information out there, but the best way to counter misinformation and disinformation is to provide verifiable, authoritative facts. And that's how you counter it. You don't suppress it. You air it out. The best disinfectant is sunlight. And that's been a big problem. 877 726 I have a little addendum to the story that I shared with you last hour. Ultra-processed food consumption has soared among U.S. adults from 2001 to 2018. Well, that's a big duh More and more Americans are consuming junk instead of real food. Uh, And what they're suggesting is that um, we're not doing a good job in the United States. Other countries seem to be doing a better job at dealing uh, with the problem of poor diets. Uh, It turns out that the United States currently has no policies related to ultra-processed foods. Processing level is not considered in the dietary guidelines for Americans. So, the authors of the study conclude to successfully reduce the consumption of ultra processed foods in the U.S. population. We must also increase the availability, accessibility, and affordability of nutritious, minimally processed foods, especially among disadvantaged populations. And part of the problem is education and health literacy. And nutrition literacy, which is very poor among Americans. I got a story here from the Journal of Environmental Psychology. 40% of American kids think hot dogs and bacon are plants. (laughs) A team of psychologists asked children aged four to seven to categorize a range of foods, including cheese, french fries, bacon, popcorn, shrimp, almonds, and eggs. The responses threw up a number of surprises, including that 47% of the kids believed that French fries came from animals. (laughs) Cheese was commonly misidentified as plant-based. 44% incorrectly identifying its origin. 41% believed bacon to come from a plant. That'd be nice. 40% said the same of hot dogs. So uh, kids' knowledge of the origins of foods is woefully inadequate, and um, we need to do something about it. Inter- early intervention to teach kids about food value. I'm not, you know, not necessarily to propagandize kids to become vegetarians, uh, as they're doing in many school districts, but to encourage kids to eat wholesome foods, lots, of course, of fresh fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, whole grains if you're tolerant of them, uh, but for some people, they aren't. Because the excess carbohydrates has a negative effect on the metabolism. Uh, that would be, you know, a useful thing to do. You know, when we're spending billions and billions of dollars on quote human infrastructure, the most important human instru- infrastructure that we have is our kids and the healthy adults that they hopefully will become, and their health is being undermined by rampant advertising and the proliferation of junk food and their misunderstanding of what constitutes a healthy diet. 877-726-8255 or number if you've got a question or you want to weigh in. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. This is Intelligent Medicine.
1: Do your current probiotics offer diversity? The primary goal of your probiotics is to help create and maintain a healthy gut microbiome. We often think more is better, but taking high doses of 50 or 100 billion probiotics can work against you. The most important factor is diversity, not quantity. Look for a formula that has multiple strains of probiotic flora expertly fermented to contain postbiotic metabolites, which have been shown to help digestive and immune health, our gut-brain function, and more. The worldwide leader in fermented postbiotic health? Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, the number one probiotics in the world for direct delivery of postbiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics uses a multi-year fermentation with 12 proven probiotic strains producing over 500 postbiotic metabolites, certified vegetarian, and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. So say no to quantity and yes to diversity. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available online and at natural health retailers nationwide. Fish oil
0: provides the vital omega-3s EPA and DHA that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including a nutrient-dense vegan option. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. What do you picture when you think of aging well? Daily energy and vitality, a healthy sex life, maintaining your ability to heal and regenerate? Berkeley Life is dedicated to making these visions a reality. Their supplement supports nitric oxide levels, a foundational molecule supporting a healthy cardiovascular and circulatory system. It's never too early to start aging well. Head to agewellbl.com slash Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com slash Hoffman for Berkeley Life nitric oxide support supplements. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Our number, 877-726-8255. That number available to you, 24-7-365. And I mean, you can call in and anytime you like at your leisure. Not a lot of people listening in. The hundreds of thousands of people who are listening to our live show. Well, perhaps I'm exaggerating a bit, but you know, you might be a little gun shy. But you can record a question like this individual. Let's hear it.
2: Hi, Dr. Hoffman. My name's Sandy. I'm from Monroe, New York. I read your recent article online about magnesium supplementation. I do have high blood pressure and an arrhythmia, and I was recently diagnosed with two stomach ulcers. I currently take 500 milligrams of magnesium malate a day, chewable, and I know it's not sufficient. I do also take a potassium prescription. I understand that blood tests won't show my actual magnesium level because magnesium levels are not really indicative of the actual amount in your body. So even if I ask my doctor for a blood test, I guess that might not really show it. So if you could let me know the amount I should take every day to make sure I have enough magnesium. Thank you.
0: Okay. Yeah, I just wrote an article in our newsletter. By the way, subscribe to our newsletter by going to drhoffman.com. Just enter your email, and we'll send you uh, newsletters. And, you know, with minimal solicitation, we won't bombard you with uh, ads, and we won't uh, sell our uh, newsletter mailing list. And you'll get information in your inbox uh, every week, hopefully of interest. Uh, Article a couple of weeks ago on magnesium. The point being, as this caller mentioned, that a lot of us have insufficient magnesium and the blood tests for magnesium are notoriously poor. You've got to be really on your last legs before you show a low blood level of magnesium. So um, there are different forms of magnesium. And the one that uh, this caller is taking, magnesium malate, is a form that is often used for fibromyalgia. It's not that the malic acid that the magnesium is complexed with may have some benefits in terms of energy metabolism in the muscles, which ache in people who have fibromyalgia. Uh, Malic acid is slightly acidic, and she mentioned that she has stomach problems. So maybe that's not the best form. The most gentle form of magnesium is magnesium glycinate, really easy on the stomach. Uh, But you have to take a little more to get adequate levels. You know, start with one twice daily and then maybe take two twice daily. Uh, When it comes to magnesium taurate, uh, she's got arrhythmias and blood pressure problems. That one is more the cardiovascular form of magnesium. Um, And some patients uh, really require higher doses of that. And it's, it's well tolerated. It's pretty neutral in terms of stomach. And some patients who have... Uh, tachycardia, or skipped heartbeats, or even bouts of atrial fibrillation, get relief when they take magnesium taurate 2, 4, 6, or even up to 8 a day. Um, That may be the amount that's required to help alleviate their symptoms. Uh, So I I hesitate to recommend a specific amount for you because I don't know you, I don't know your kidney function, I don't know... uh, about the medications you're taking sometimes medications can also deplete magnesium which means you need even more but uh a good start would be you know try magnesium glycinate easy on the stomach take it with food uh try magnesium taurate also pretty well tolerated and um you know work up to perhaps four a day give it a shot let us know how it works for you 877-726-8255 our number um, let's uh, share this item, which is kind of a disturbing item because a lot of women uh, get hysterectomies and they're told, yeah, well, take out your ovaries anyway, because ovaries are a nuisance, they can become cancerous, so we'll get them out, you are you know, finished your family, so we'll just uh, do you a favor and you'll get a for you'll get your uterus taken out and your ovaries. It turns out that a bilateral oophorectomy, where they take out both ovaries, is associated with a higher risk of dementia, according to a recent study. Um, When it comes to a unilateral euphorectomy, which means they take out the problem ovary, it looks a little suspicious, that is not associated with a higher risk of dementia. So, taking out both ovaries, especially if it's unnecessary, not a good idea, according to the recent study. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line in my online dispensary. Among them, several stand out for their support of aging healthfully. PQQ, glutathione, and alpha-lipoic acid. Each of these products takes its own unique approach to neutralizing free radicals and protecting us from oxidative stress as we age. They're available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I've developed a simple way for you to access curated supplement protocols previously available only to patients in my private practice. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com. There you'll find easy to follow links to not only the best individual products, but also to my brand new Intelligent Medicine Lifestyle Supplement Protocols that combine the products I recommend to achieve your specific goals, whether it be heart health, immune support, and much more just go to drhoffmanstore.com. Naturally occurring black pigments and vegetable spices and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods. Black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious-tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com Hoffman. That's myfuturefarm.com. P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of wild oil of oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here at number 877-726-8255. Even if you're not calling during the show, you may jot that number down, 877-726-8255. And then you can... Use that number to call, and uh, you can leave a message, and we'll take up that call on a subsequent program. But uh, let's talk about acne. Uh, Acne is a consequence of the Western diet, according to a lot of recent studies. Uh, It is virtually universal among inhabitants of Western industrialized countries. Uh, show me a kid in America without acne, and I'll show you a real outlier. Very unusual. Um, certain populations did not historically have acne. Uh, I studied this in anthropology, which was my major in college, and it's quite fascinating. The role played my traditional lifestyle and diet. Uh, the Canadian Inuit, formerly known as Eskimos, did not have acne uh, subsisting on a diet almost entirely of animal protein, but no junk. Now, that's changed. Westernized diet has been introduced into the northern reaches of Alaska and Canada and in Siberia. Uh, South African Zulus, no acne. Japanese Okinawans, uh, the Kitavan Islanders of Papua New Guinea. All that has changed with the introduction of a Western diet. And so there's a bunch of studies on the effect of diet on acne. And I I really enjoy seeing uh, adolescents, teenagers uh, whose parents bring them in for treatment of acne because diet really can make a difference. And many of these kids are subject to long-term use of antibiotics, which is not great. Messes up the microbiome or worse yet, they're put on drugs like Accutane, which has some really bad side effects. So we're always looking for alternatives. And you know, you can't impress a kid with the need to follow a good diet so they'll live longer because in their minds, they'll live forever and they're living for the present. But when it comes to cosmetic appearance, especially in this day and age of Instagram and TikTok, they're very motivated to improve the way they look. So they'll do almost anything to get rid of their acne. They'll make some really positive changes. So among the studies of diet on acne, one in particular is by Lauren Cordain. He's the paleo guy. Uh, he virtually single-handedly introduced the notion that a paleo diet free of modern foods can be beneficial for a whole range of conditions. And He actually published a workbook based on a study that showed that a paleo diet substantially relieved acne in a group of young adults who follow that diet for a period of time. There are also some studies that link dietary carbohydrates to acne, especially the refined kind. But too many carbohydrates altogether may drive the development of acne. Remember the Inuit of the north, of the Arctic, a very low glycemic diet. Lots of protein and fat, virtually no carbohydrates until recently. Uh, There's also some studies that link dairy consumption to acne. In particular, modern dairy, which may be laced with growth hormones. So um, there are studies that suggest that uh, whole milk consumption, which kids guzzle, uh, cheese consumption, especially processed cheese, is a problem. And uh, foods rich in omega-6 fatty acids, which is pro-inflammatory, uh, in lieu of foods rich in omega-3 fatty acids, which is anti-inflammatory. And that that balance has really shifted in modern diets towards a overabundance of omega-6 from seed oils that we use in confections and for frying things, fast food, uh, and a, a dearth of omega-3s, which we get from grass-fed meats and also fish. So diet, yeah, big factor underlying this high prevalence of acne that we're seeing. Dermatologists should be aware of that. And if, if I had my druthers, I'd see a nutritionist in every dermatologist's office. Because it can make a big difference in um, people's appearance. 877 726 8255, our number. I want to offer congratulations to our longtime partner, Wakanaga of America. They're the makers of Kyolic, aged garlic extract, and other products on their, Get this 50th anniversary. They are stayer players in the industry. Wakanaga has been committed to excellence for five decades. Their staying power is a testimony to the quality and scientific rigor they bring to the field of nutrition. I'm especially impressed by their investment in research, big dollars, to validate the efficacy of products like their Kyolic line of aged garlic extract. I'm also a longtime user. I I take Kyolic aged garlic extract myself for prevention, and I encourage my patients to take them as well. They produce excellent results for people with a wide range of health challenges, whether immune, cardiovascular, blood sugar, blood pressure, or cholesterol. Chaolic Aged Garlic Extract helps to maintain your health. To show their thanks, Wakanaga is having a 50th anniversary sweepstakes giveaway. Check it out. Each month in 2022, you can visit drhoffman.com slash to enter for a chance to win one year's supply of your favorite Wakanaga product. That's a pretty good deal. That's drhoffman.com slash kyolic, K-Y-O-L-I-C. No purchase necessary. Winner randomly drawn each month. Please see Sweepstakes Rules on their website. And congratulations again to Wakanaga on 50 years of superior quality nutritional supplements. They're they're the real deal in this industry. 877-726-8255, our number. And, um... One of the reasons I exercise, I mean, I exercise to, you know, maintain my weight, to stay fit. Um, But a major reason to exercise, particularly my age, is to keep my brain in good shape. My, You know, I call upon my brain a lot to do this program, to do my podcasts, to write stuff, and to see patients, and to sit on several important boards in the nutrition field and the integrative medicine field. And so I want my brain to work. I consider it a, an asset <laughs> that I don't want to squander. Uh, this study uh, comes to us uh, from Sports Medicine Journal. Older people in good shape have fitter brains. Well, we knew that because exercise provides a substance that is like Miracle Grow for the neurons in the brains that form attachments that help us coordinate our activities, and preserve our memories. That stuff is called BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor. 70, 80-year-olds who train for better fitness are better at solving cognitive tasks and are less likely to suffer cognitive impairment. Uh, The author of the study, uh, Ekaterina Zatsheva, says, our findings suggest that being fit can protect against mild cognitive impairment in older people. Um, So it's part of something called the Generation 100 study, been going on for almost 10 years now, after the study participants had been exercising for five years, we tested the cognitive function of almost a 1,000 of them, and the men and women who had maintained or increased their physical fitness during the study had better brain health than those whose fitness had declined over the five years, so the the tests were assessing short-term memory, executive function, and the ability to orient oneself in time and space. So, you know, as one ages, something called MCI, mild cognitive impairment, becomes ever more common. Even if you don't get outright Alzheimer's disease, mild cognitive impairment uh, creeps up on us. And um, another study, even mild physical activity immediately improves memory function. In a study of 36 healthy young adults, not to be excluded, because we got to think, okay, yeah, I'm young, I don't have to think about that. Well, I'll start exercising when I'm older. In 36 healthy young adults, the researchers discovered that a single 10 minute period of mild exertion can yield considerable cognitive benefits. Studies were published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, which is a big deal. That's a big deal journal. Uh, the hippocampus, they say, is critical for the creation of new memories, and the neuroscientists who conducted the study found that there was heightened connectivity in the part of the brain that generates memory. So even a little bit of exercise can make a difference. And so I challenge you to adopt a physical activity regimen, whatever, you know, just step it up, whatever your level of fitness is. And even if you can barely get out of a chair, just, you know, just doing some walking that can be helpful. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep—a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce the Plus CBD Relief line of soft gels. Plus CBD Relief is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus CBD Relief is doctor-formulated with recovery-supporting ingredients, including CBD, CBDA, and Levagen plus PEA. Relief soft gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically-researched active ingredients, and with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash HOFFMAN for Plus CBD's Relief Soft Gels. Welcome back to Challenge of Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. Our number, 877-726-8255. And let's take one of those recorded calls.
2: Hi, uh, Dr. Hoffman. I had sinus surgery in the springtime and pathology report and everything else showed that I had both aerobic and anaerobic bacteria in my sinuses. My my ENT ordered, after culture, uh, a drug called Avalor. Today was my last dose, but is there anything, if I have to go on this antibiotic again, uh, that I could take to possibly avert any of the side effects? Thank you.
0: Okay. Yeah. Avalox is, uh, a medication related to Cipro. It's a, uh, it's a flux drug. Uh, and this, these types of drugs can have side effects. They can have neurological side effects. They can increase the risk of a tendon rupture. And they're not that great to take a lot of times. You dodged a bullet. You seem to be okay with it. Uh, but, um, one of the things that uh, you can do to inhibit the growth of bacteria in your nasal passages is to um, religiously use clear nasal spray, XLEAR, which contains xylitol, which prevents uh, bacterial replication and breaks up the biofilms that make these uh, infections more tenacious. Uh, we've done uh, lots of podcasts on that subject with uh, experts on ENT health. And uh, it's something that I really believe in for patient, my patients who have sinusitis. The other thing you can do is when you take antibiotics, uh, you can boost their ability to penetrate deeply into the tissue. And The problem with uh, chronic sinusitis is that it's hard for the antibiotics to get to where they work uh, because the infections are deep in the tissue. And you can actually help boost the penetration of the antibiotics into the tissue by taking something called wobe enzyme or some similar type of proteolytic enzyme. There are other products, but that's one of the most popular products, Wobe enzyme uh, that uh, contains bromelain and other proteolytic uh, enzymes. It also tends to break down some of the protein complexes that um, kind of uh, create a, a barrier to the penetration of your immune cells, your circulation, and then ultimately the antibiotics that you want to use to kill the bacteria. So, you know, the other thing is investigate underlying food allergies because food allergies create excess mucus, which is uh, kind of a petri dish for bacterial proliferation. Uh, These are some of the ways that you can uh, beat that and and consider taking N-acetylcysteine, which we talked about earlier for preventing uh, kidney problems. When you get a dye study, uh, when you get Contrast dye injected into you for some kind of radiologic study. Well, N-acetylcysteine also is mucolytic. It, uh, reduces the tenacity of mucus. So take 600 milligrams of N-acetylcysteine two or three times a day, along with some vitamin C. That may actually help, uh, your chronic nasal congestion. But, you know, the tissue's damaged. It's vulnerable. Your immune, uh, your local immunity is impaired. And that's why you're so susceptible to uh, infections. Uh, All right, well, you know, as you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. And that's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary. Among them, several stand out for relief of occasional minor aches and pains of overexertion. Ache Action, Joint UC, and D Flame. I recently did a podcast with uh, Dr. Neil Levin, who's an expert on supplements in general but also uh, has been the lead formulator for Protocol for Life Balance. And he talks about what are some of the plausible things we can do for joint problems. Well, ache action contains a formula exclusive to Protocol for Life Balance that studies show significantly reduces joint discomfort in as little as five days. Protocol's joint UC is an undenatured type 2 collagen that's been clinically validated for its ability to help maintain healthy joints and Deflame has nine plant-based ingredients rooted in traditional herbalism. Each of these products takes its own unique approach to joint stress, flexibility, and mobility. And they're available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Alright, uh, here's a tip when you're exercising. Um, if you want to get More effective fat burning. If your goal is weight loss. Drinking a strong cup of coffee a half an hour before exercising increases fat burning, according to a new study. Researchers at the University of Grenada, uh, I guess in the Caribbean, have shown that caffeine, which is the equivalent to a strong cup of coffee ingested half an hour before aerobic exercise, significantly increases the rate of fat burning. They also found that if the exercise is performed in the afternoon, the effects of the caffeine are even more marked than in the morning. The study was published in the Journal of the International Society of Sports Nutrition. So, they say the recommendation to exercise on an empty stomach in the morning to increase fat so fat oxidation is commonplace. And that's what I do. I, I endeavor not to eat uh, before I exercise. Even if it's going to be a long bike ride for an hour and a half or two, uh, I try not to eat. Uh, and that increases fat burning because you're you know you don't have any food to counteract the caloric exertion. Uh but uh when you take a little bit of caffeine with the exercise, it seems to accelerate the fat burning. Uh so uh this the results show that caffeine increases fat oxidation during morning exercise, and they uh recommend that as a way to accelerate your rate of weight loss. Uh, This item looks at the microplastics in the air. So, how do we get it? Do we get it first from plastic bags and plastic objects? Well, it turns out that clothes these days are often laced with plastic. More than 60 million metric tons of plastic fibers were produced in 2016. Fibers. Fibers for clothes. Um, And fragments of these fibers are present in indoor and even outdoor air so inhaled fibrous microplastics last forever they're forever particles there takes a really long time for the environment to break them down and they also may have harmful effects so you know opt for natural clothes clothes not made with uh, various types of plastic materials because it's bad for the environment And it may ultimately be bad for you. All right. Well, thanks very much for joining us. Remember our number, 877-726-8255. For questions during the week, you can record them. Check out our website at drhoffman.com. Subscribe to our newsletter. We've got podcasts there to download. And you can follow us on social media. We're active on Facebook and Twitter. So have yourself a great weekend. Enjoy it. And uh, good things are coming as we... um, emerge from the COVID pandemic. Stay safe. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.